there are over 75 million monthly Tubi viewers. That's more people than there are golden retrievers. Which means Tubi is more popular than using meat-flavored toothpaste. More popular than never figuring out what W-A-L-K spells. More popular than kicking your leg when a human rubs your belly just right. Tubi. It's more popular than golden retrievers. See you in there. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Grammar Girl here. Today, we're going to talk about unusual sentences you may have heard from people in customer service. So if you've ever wondered why someone behind the counter says, did you want cream in your coffee, instead of do you want cream in your coffee, or can I help who's next, instead of can I help whoever's next, stay tuned. Regarding the question, did you want cream in your coffee, a listener named Tullius writes that when he's asked this question, he thinks to himself, when, two seconds ago? I don't remember, but I do want cream now. This question about did you want cream in your coffee has come up in several places online, too. In addition to examples involving cream for coffee, people have complained about baristas asking, did you want a tall or a venti? Store cashiers asking, did you need a bag? and sales staff asking, were you looking for something in particular? In all these situations, it would make sense to use the present tense. Do you want cream? Do you want a tall or a venti? Do you need a bag? Are you looking for something in particular? The complaint is the same one Tullius had. Using the past tense carries the message that, whether you wanted these things or not, at some earlier time, you don't now, in which case, why is the customer service person even asking? The idea came up in episode number 334 on using the past tense to say things such as, the girl sitting next to me was named Stephanie, even if the girl's name presumably still is Stephanie. However, as we discussed in that episode, the past tense has more functions than just indicating past time. In particular, it can allow us to talk about situations that are unlikely or unreal, a function called modal remoteness. One specialized use of modal remoteness is to show politeness by phrasing something as if it's less certain. For example, the past tense modal verbs could and would do this in the questions, could you do me a favor? And would you like some dessert? Similarly, the past tense auxiliary verbs did and were, in our retail-related examples, sound more polite than the present tense versions, because they're not as in-your-face as the present tense questions, which directly ask a customer about the here and now. Even though the customer service worker is trying to help the customer, a direct question has a greater chance of being perceived as a pushy suggestion or as impatience. Do you want cream or not? Hurry up and make up your mind. I have other customers, you know. Tullius had another comment, too, about how some customer service workers phrase things. 
He wrote, quote, I was recently asked at a popular sub sandwich chain, is it toasted? Plainly not, I thought, but wishing to be charitable, I replied, please. In other words, he was expecting something like, would you like it toasted? In a comment on a linguistics blog, a reader named Dan felt the same way, writing, quote, I'd say, I'll have a turkey sandwich. And they'd respond, what's on it? And I'd be thinking, what do you mean, what's on it? Nothing's on it yet. You haven't even started making it. Of course, they meant, what would you like on it? But that would take too long to say, unquote. There are over 75 million monthly Tubi viewers. That's more people than there are influencers on the internet. Which means Tubi is more popular than sponsored posts for digestive enzymes and high coverage foundation. More popular than soft launching your boyfriend. More popular than making boomers explode with rage when you tell them how much you make on a single post. Tubi, it's more popular than influencers. See you in there. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Hey, it's Mignon. Do you need a new literary show to add to your podcast queue? Well, then you definitely want to check out Missing Pages, the chart-topping and Signal Award-winning podcast produced by the Podglomerate. Back for a brand new season, Missing Pages investigates the most pressing topics in the book world today, from the rise of Colleen Hoover and book bans across America to the world of ghostwriting. Not to mention host and acclaimed literary critic Beth Ann Patrick interviews some of the biggest names in the industry, like New York Times bestselling author Jody Pico and Publishers Weekly co-editorial director Jim Milliot. And as the Washington Post and The Guardian said, missing pages is a, quote, must listen. And I agree. So don't miss out. Follow Missing Pages today on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening now. One theory is that these phrases are just an effect of saying something very frequently. The way phrases such as to make a long story short become simply long story short. As Dan noted later in his comment, quote, I think the lesson here is that anyone who has to say the same phrase 7,000 times a day for several years is going to start trimming out the less grammatically mandatory bits. Or if they're required by company policy to use an exact phrase, they'll start trimming out the less phonetically mandatory bits, unquote. The blog post that Dan was responding to is actually about our last topic of unusual language in retail. The sentence, I can help who's next. The post was written by linguist Lynn Murphy on her blog, Separated by a Common Language. Can I help who's next has been the subject of numerous other online grammar discussions, usually by people who are annoyed that the person behind the counter says this instead of, can I help whoever is next, or can I help the person who's next? In sentences like these, the who's next part is called a fused relative in the terminology of the Cambridge grammar of the English language. You can also think of it as doing the same job as the noun phrase, the person who's next. 
In fact, that's why it's called a fused relative. It's as if the person has been merged into the who's next, so we just have the who's next doing both jobs. Distinguishing fused relatives from ordinary interrogatives is an interesting exercise if you're into language, but we don't have time to go into the details here. The main point is, in present-day English, who isn't the preferred way of forming fused relatives. Instead, we prefer to use the pronoun whoever, or not use a fused relative at all, and say the person who, the person who is next. Nevertheless, fused relatives exist in contexts other than serving people in a line. The linguist Jeff Pullum even quotes one from Shakespeare in a blog post on Can I Help Who's Next? It's a line from Iago in Othello. Quote, Who steals my purse steals trash. T'was mine, t'was his, and has been slave to thousands. Unquote. Mark Liberman, another contributor to Language Log, has taken to calling fused relatives with who Iago clauses, and has collected several more examples of them in a post from 2013. They include, who we cast is going to do a great job, you play who you get, and hire who you need. One commenter threw in this one from George Orwell's 1984, who controls the past controls the future. And, in a post on the blog Literal Minded, there's the example, Who told me was my dad? As for why can I help who's next should sound so incorrect to so many speakers, it's probably one more effect of repetition. The other examples may sound fleetingly odd, but then they're gone. But when you're waiting in line and hear, can I help who's next, again and again, and every time you do, you think, oh, I would have said, can I help whoever's next, by the time you reach the front of the line, your mild curiosity might well have turned into annoyance. But please give those service workers a break and focus on how they're trying to help you instead of their grammar choices. This podcast was written by Neil Whitman, who has a PhD in linguistics, blogs at literalminded.wordpress.com, and is a regular contributor to the online resource Visual Thesaurus. And I'm Mignon Fogarty, better known as Grammar Girl. You can find me at quickanddirtytips.com. That's all. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Mignon. If you want to do more to hone your communication skills, then check out Think Fast, Talk Smart, produced by the Stanford Graduate School of Business and hosted by my friend and Stanford lecturer, Matt Abrahams. You may remember Matt from his interview on the show back in September when he shared his top tips for becoming a better writer and speaker. Think Fast, Talk Smart is his Webby award-winning podcast, which has been downloaded 41 million times and has been the number one career podcast in more than 95 countries, so you know it's worth your time. Whether you're making a wedding toast or presenting at work, strong speaking skills are critical to success in business and in life which is why Matt sits down with experts every week to talk about the best tips to unlock your communication potential. Hear from pros like neuroscientist Andrew Huberman on how to manage speaking anxiety, speechwriter and best-selling author Dan Pink on how to take risks in your communication, and psychologist Kelly McGonigal on how to harness nervous energy to fuel powerful presentations. So what are you waiting for? Listen to Think Fast, Talk Smart? every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube. And tell Matt I said hi.